0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of the typical skeptic podcast i have with me back a fan favorite today i mean you can go back and look at the first video i did with this woman it has over like nine thousand views and i'm constantly getting like uh comments about uh, when are you going to have ola back on when are you gonna have ola back on what i have with me is ola woni from self mastery quest.com uh she's a master and um and vedic astrology babylonian astrology and kind of like how we can navigate our way around this matrix and ancient texts. i would say she's a specialist in all that um, and i just i'm just really happy to have her back on ola how thank you for coming back on how are you
1: thank you so much for having me back um good evening everybody or at least good evening from me it's uh, nine o'clock here in the arctic um as some of you might know i'm in northern norway Thank you so much for having me again, and I'm really, really pleased to be to be back. Um, mastering the matrix, I wouldn't say that yet. I think it's a life, lifelong quest, um, but certainly I think it's very, very important for everybody to have a have an opportunity to have a little um, little peek um, at the code. So for sure, astrology, Vedic, Babylonian um pretty much anything you can get your hands on which um i would strongly advise the ancient um, astrology not the modern um the ancients um used the the sidereal zodiac so the 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 original ones but for sure um i'm I'm back to talk a little bit about that too
0: Uh, one thing i I had a question about is i heard people say that we're actually when we look at the stars like that we're actually looking at the stars like two thousand years away—is that true, or like how does that work with like time and all that? Do you, do you know?
1: Sure. Um. So so it's not that we are looking at the stars two thousand years away. When we're looking at the stars, we are seeing um what it is in the sky at the time, which is which is what we should be using. And that's why I'm um, inviting everybody to look at the ancient astrology and not the modern because the ancient astrology is aligned with astronomy meaning what you see in the sky is what you're dealing with in astrology, but it is the modern astrology. It is the tropical zodiac. It is the one that probably most of the people know, such as, you know, I'm born Taurus or um, Scorpio, et cetera. This is um, most of the time, probably 80% of the time, you're dealing with the tropical zodiac and the tropical zodiac, uh, there is a whole convoluted explanation behind it too, with the with the seasons, which um, in fact is actually dealing with the zodiac from the Ptolemy time, which is two thousand years ago. So we were looking at sort of um, 100 AD, and the positions are frozen in time from back then, so they're actually not accurate. And, you know, I I don't really want to have this conversation, which I I had a little bit after some of the other programs I've done, where, um, you know, there's all this narrative that, no, 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 this is based on seasons and it's, it's a different approach. You know what? It's an explanation given so that people go and look at the wrong things. And this is what Matrix does. It switches things around. It twists things around. It gives you a... Um, to an extent, plausible explanation when actually it sends you off course.
0: Yeah, well, I, I just wanted to say that I couldn't believe how accurate your astrology chart that you gave me was. Is I mean, and I'm just going to use the example, like I've been talking about my relationship recently because that's my way of therapy of dealing with it. So, you know, my fans have had to hear me talk about this, but no, they don't know that what you told me is you you said that like, said robert you said it doesn't matter how much you're like how many how much the synchronicities are which there were a lot i thought it was someone i was gonna be with the rest of my life you're like it's not gonna work out and it didn't work out so it's just it makes me go back and when when it didn't work out it made me go back to that astrology chart i was like wow ola was really right what what is it that makes the astrology so right like how does it how does it i mean like how, could, how does it or how do we line up so much to the stars? Do you know what I'm trying to say?
1: Sure. So I, I think that, you know, before everybody comes down on me for um saying, saying such things about your relationship, I think that the context was more around what is the purpose of your experience here this time around um, in this life. And you see, um, this goes back to the way the chart looks and we have so-called houses in the chart. So basically the houses dictate the direction of your experiences. And as it happens, yours is not exactly um, focused on relationships, which makes it a little bit more difficult. This is why it's so important for anybody there, like Rob, you know, great guy, good looking guy. And... know struggles a little bit right in that department and a lot of people might be having similar um uh, challenges right like what is wrong with me why why do i keep meeting people and it doesn't work out this is why i strongly strongly recommend to get to know your code get to know the cards you've been dealt uh, so that you understand the context why is astrology working because astrology is ultimately as i say the code to the matrix. Okay, it is the um, mathematical, symbolic, however you want to call it, representation of this quite, in a way, deterministic reality. We do have a some leeway here or there because. Obviously, the more conscious you are, the more you are able to to move around. But in the sort of grand scheme of, scheme of things, we are living in a archon control construct, um, however you want to call them, the Anunnaki, the the, the fake gods, etc. They have built, um, and I think I've, I've mentioned that in our previous programs. They've built um, a mechanism. They have very advanced technology. They are way, way ahead of whatever we can even imagine. They've built um, this mechanism using technology, using AI up in the sky, um, which um, in a way overtook um, some of the constellations and the planets, and they're using the the movements of the planets through the constellations to exert certain influence upon us and our experience. As a result of that you know if you get a good astrologer he can or she can pretty much tell you very much about you whether um what kind of job you could be doing or what kind of experiences you could be having in relationships um etc etc really really broad broad spectrum including even um marriages divorces etc etc so where is that coming from, right? How is it possible that a person that has never met you, knows nothing about you, is able to give you pretty accurate details um, about your life? And this is, this is how it works. Because in this construct, what we perceive to be a um, free will is ultimately a predetermined, predestined result of certain unconscious um, uh, forces, which we interpret as well that's my choice right so um the the good news okay because it kind of sounds a little bit um on the downside here um the good news is that in the chart we can actually find the both the forces coming from the matrix so those that are kind of sending you into the the lessons and the experiences you really don't need to go through you know five or ten times right Um, but also we find things that are indicative of where the soul is trying to take you so this is the good news because if we can identify that and if we can follow that life becomes much more easier because we are even though we're in this construct we are still connected to something bigger right whether you call it the source the universe however the gods however you want to call it but that force is still trying to kind of manifest or speak through us and, and guide us. So if you know what that is, what is dictating that experience, and you align yourself and you dare to overcome the, uh, the constraints and the fears, then you are really, really going to have a pretty good life with material success and uh, pretty easy. So, you know, few, few shortcuts there.
0: So it's like, it's like, yeah, I don't want people to think that you said that like my relationship was going to fail. I didn't mean that. It, so it was like, you like, you like outlined it. You're like, it, there's like, it's like, you just said, it's like, we have leeway. It's like, it, it had like, you were telling me, you were trying to explain it to me that like the person that I would date would have to be like significantly different, like in maybe an age or maybe in culture. And, and maybe this was like an offset to like trick the matrix is that kind of it but you're like you're like um or you're gaming the matrix right in a way like you're using the astrology to game the matrix
1: absolutely and, I, and you see I am not a, I don't even like to call myself an astrologer, but even if you, even if you kind of put me in that category, I I am certainly not the, your typical astrologer who will tell you that, you know, astrology has that evolutionary context. It's about us growing, etc. Well, that's a matrix script that they tell us that we are here to go through some lessons and grow and learn and evolve. Well, this is pretty much prison. And the ancient texts, if you, if you read them, they, they talk about it absolutely openly so i don't even know where this narrative is coming from but um, yes. <laughs> i have said that in our experience um so, so within that um context of astrology right every single one of us has a certain path certain type of experiences and um i think it was in our first program that we actually shared your chart. so if, if anybody wants to go back there and have a look um you happen to have a um let's let's sell it let's say configuration which suggests that in this life you are pretty much to explore yourself and um pursue more um your own career uh learn about yourself and obviously these kind of things are best done alone not via other person having said that that doesn't mean that you are bound to be alone forever. However, it is a trick that you have to kind of um take under consideration here. And you see with with specifically with with your um chart as, as far as I remember, you already are coming from a position of having explored in the past, in the past lives, relationships so you see it's a bit of a it's a bit of a funny situation because we tend to act out of programming that we receive or out of social expectations. And in the current era, the the kind of natural social expectation or the the natural kind of flow of of things is to find your soulmate, right? To have a relationship with someone. So it is natural that everybody, well, it's natural, it is expected or or there is some kind of social pressure for everybody to be in a relationship, to be married, to to have children, you know, white picket fence and and two dogs. But that doesn't mean that this is really um, an experience that's going to be supported for everybody. And in your case, that kind of scenario seems to be the scenario of the past. Meaning from the soul perspective, you have already done that. You have already experienced that in this life, It's literally the the destiny, the, the soul, however you want to call it, is trying to give you space to explore yourself. So this is why I was suggesting that, you see, in order to trick these forces, it cannot be girl next door. It cannot be girl, sort of, you know, your age, and and perhaps in some way just just very um, someone who is who is um, not that different from what you would normally expect. Why? Because these type of experiences. You've already um, had behind. You've already have behind you. So, so in order to satisfy this energy, you must present it with something new, and the new would be either a big age gap, for example, which is quite common for specifically for your configuration, or um, nationality. So, so, so somebody from a totally different culture, different geography, perhaps somebody with a totally different outlook on life, different work. Um, perhaps a long distance relationship, something non-standard, something that in a way, it kind of triggers that energy, but also very important. You, you still are going to need to pursue the path which you are naturally being let down, um, uh, which is exploring yourself. Explore, and, and what does that mean? Well, of course, it could mean you know learning about yourself, but it is being self-made. Being in, so, in some way contributing something to the society for which you're going to be recognized, for which you are going to be um uh, in some way noticed, in some in some way perhaps there is fame coming with it. However, it is a bit of a loner wolf path. So you see, it is very much being focused on your own devices, knowing your limits, finding what your limits are. And that can unfortunately happen alongside a loner journey right so so overall the energy is um pushing you to um well have the opportunity to explore it right while you are conditioned to just like the rest of us to seek a relationship so that is conflict then but this is why you see a lot of people um, with this specific um, position. Uh, they either um, don't have children, or they get married, for example, or or they have children very late. If they have children, they tend to, in for some reason, whether that be through a divorce or through something else, they tend to be separated from those children. Why? Because this this energy it it is it is. I know it sounds unfair and crazy, but trust me, this is unfortunately how it works. This energy is always going to be taking you down the scenarios to separate you from something that might in some way limit you or stop you. So if the girlfriend, the girlfriend, the wife, the, the partner is too demanding or expects that you sort of give up whatever, whatever your passion and your uh, life purpose is, that's not going to work. If if that girlfriend is too um similar to the experiences that you might have had in the in the past, in the past lives, which is where you're coming from, that energy is nothing new. It's not supported. So this is why I said that chances, based on what you've told me and some other things, obviously that I that I was checking at the time, chances for for this particular um relationship at the time we're not looking that positive right so 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 this is what i was kind of trying to 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 help you understand because that helps you navigate and and perhaps you know understand what are the um the best scenarios for you in this i was case. gonna say
0: does, is the matrix like program would you say to cause conflict like for us to go against that social engineering versus what our true path is so that it it creates inner strife and then we um we can't focus on what our true path is does that make any sense or no
1: yeah i i see what you mean i think that there are two things going on one which is specifically there are two perhaps two two specific positions which are um indicating going against the current going exactly the opposite way than what the kind of social expectations and that natural narrative dictates um, that's one thing and that is to do with the relationships with the children with the family etc um, but having said that i think that overall on a grand scale there are things in your chart which are coming from the soul and these are the things that you are naturally going to be feeling like this is what you really want to do this is where you really find that spark that that um uh, fulfillment it is really something that you want to wake up every morning while the the things that are coming from the matrix will be the type of fears um something that you doubt it it will be your traumas as well traumas from childhood any kind of situation and experiences that, that that you would have gone through throughout your life that are going to in some way um inhibit you from stepping onto that path of passion and and you know where that fire really burns it's going to keep you playing safe it's going to keep you playing them it's going to keep you playing it small this is the this is the matrix it's going to send you into conditioning which is something that you are going to basically play out throughout your life where you are not going to be either uh having enough courage to step onto that path or perhaps you're not going to believe in yourself it's going to be a self-worth issues etc etc these are the favorite the favorite tricks of you know, the sleeve of the matrix. But ultimately what you're gonna do, probably many people, um, maybe not your listeners, because obviously there is a different level of consciousness, but many people, if you look across the world, they're in the jobs they don't like. They very often in relationships, they don't really wanna be in. They are stuck very much, uh, very often in their lives. And they don't know, they don't dare to get out. There must be some significant event, some really um, situation that, that pulls the rack from underneath your feet for people to, to, to really consider if they would have um, the ability to take a different route. But overall, Matrix tries to keep us play safe. That's what they want. Why? Because as long as we play safe and we play their game, we're not dangerous, right? we're we're obeying we are silent quiet and we 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 just kind of stick to 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 the bare minimum but when you connect with that true purpose when you connect with whatever you came here to do you start operating on a totally different level they cannot control you anymore they they hardly can stop you and not only your life takes sort of it's taken to a different level but you as a person become literally unstoppable for them very dangerous situation so they will do everything in the uh, in the shapes of the the traumas the, the bad experiences etc sending you into those lessons so that you continue to remain in that you know safe zone for them safe zone boring um you know day-to-day treadmill um hamster running on the wheel don't ever even consider anything more
0: that's fascinating should we share the slide because i wanted to learn about that um
1: sure okay
0: Let me let me see if i can get it going here it should take one second can you see that
1: um it's i think it's coming up yeah
0: then they can see you they can't see me but they don't need to see me because i'll just let you kind of explain this like what does Rahu and Ketu mean? Is it, and is this Babylonian or is this uh, Vedic?
1: well this um the the rahu k2 specifically rahu and k2 that vocabulary comes from the vedic astrology um however it has been used in um other schools of astrology the the reason i'm showing you this is because um in many versions of astrology rahu and k2 they have a very bad reputation um in obviously from the from the vedic uh, mythology rahu and k2 rahu the the head of the dragon as it's called the demon k2 the tail of the dragon also demon the demons asuras stood against the gods and of course, we know that the gods, the archons, right? I mean, anything that would ever stand against them would get a bad marketing. This is how they deal also with, for example, um, uh, inconvenient women, such as Lilith, right? She was another demon. So this,
0: Is this the same as the, uh, when you, I heard you when you were in um, Miguel O'Connor, which a big shout out to his show. Like, I you were talking about the seven demons. Like, is this the seven demons that stood against the, the archons or... or oh.
1: Or no it's like It's it's a bit of a different story. I I think that the the seven demons that we were talking about there were more to do with um uh, Jesus and Mary Magdalene and the seven demons that he casted out of Mary Magdalene. It was slightly different context. Here we're talking about if you ever um, if somebody ever gets interested in in the in the in the Vedic scriptures, we have the devas and the asuras. So sort of two um uh types of beings which are um uh well competing uh, as as uh, indicated by the by the uh, by by vedas could
0: you Although, could you almost say they're like angels versus demons like
1: well but what are the demons right what are the angels what are the demons i i pretty much uh would would see the rahu ketu as the the feminine As the goddesses pretty much from back from whether that be the the Vedas, whether that be the the Babylonian mythology, the Sumerian, etc. The story always goes off some um, two right two races or or uh, two types of entities fighting against each other we have in the in the Sumerian in the um Enuma Elish we have the Marduk and Tiamat here we have the Asuras and the the Devas so there's there's sort of two different entities um uh in 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 conflict with each other but really really when you when you dig deep um into that it is the same race and it is the, the masculine gods and the feminine and their feminine counterparts. So the Rahu Ketu are ultimately representing the, the feminine, and the, the feminine principle has always stood for people. So it was the masculine, and, and now you know we, we, we could get into the patriarchy and etc. But that's not exactly the purpose here. But the, the Rahu Ketu to kind of um, <laughs> keep it keep it short and sweet, the Rahu Ketu in the um, horoscope, they represent ultimately the reason for this incarnation. So they are representing the, the type of experiences um, that you came here to live through and k2 as the tale of the dragon it represents kind of where you're coming from vedic astrology calls it the karmic tale and and something to do with karma i do not go into the karma karma is the, the eastern idea of the of the sin in the west so you know as long as you don't buy into this nonsense it doesn't um it doesn't apply okay karma so, is a
0: matrix trap right pardon karma is a matrix trap or it's a matrix trap.
1: absolutely tra- absolutely karma is just like the just like the sin right so um here is what you've done wrong you have to repay it you have to go back and you you'll be tossed between heaven and earth as the hermetic texts tell us um indefinitely right so this is the same concept So I don't look at it in that context. However, since we are operating within the matrix construct, it is their um, playground. It is their rules of the game that they have put in place. The, The mechanism operates using karma. Does that mean that karma applies to every single one of us? Well, not if you uh, not, not unless you believe in it and you take it upon you but that is that is where the consciousness comes in right so there is a difference between mind control and consciousness this is why i'm saying that people who are conscious who are aware they have much more um leeway here to to, to play with rather than the people on the sort of autopilot that don't have any any awareness of of anything so specifically Rahu okay, caton and of course everybody will be asking like how how do I know where the where these positions are? Well, for that you're gonna need your um birth chart. You're gonna need your um date and time and place, and you're gonna need some program to calculate that. Um, and uh, please use ancient astrology, not the tropical astrology. Uh, it could move the the houses, and definitely it will move the signs. Um, most definitely. So, Rahu is to do with the direction in this life. K2 is where you're coming from. They are always 180 degrees apart. So, this is the, this is the polarity. However, the, the trick is to take away, because obviously, whatever you were doing in the past lives, you already know that very, very well. So you may as well apply it because you are already mastered PhD in that area. So take that, make it easy, apply it into the Rahu position, into the Rahu area, because this is the way the energy is going to flow. It floats from K2 into Rahu. And that is not an energy of matrix. This is the energy of the universe. So this is, you will see, um, if you if you can get this um right you will see that this um uh axis rahu k is definitely something that you feel very close to that you feel attracted to this is not something that is going to feel like Nah, i'm not interested there you may be a little bit scared because it might feel like whoa i i've never done this but i'm definitely drawn to it so what i wanted to suggest is that we go through the um as you can see from 1 to 12 these are so called houses in astrology and i can give you just a little bit of flavor for every position so we will um look at the rahu position um rahu position as per each house obviously ketu will be 180 degrees opposite okay so, europe happens to have your rahu the purpose of your experience in this life in the first house and again i know that the ancients they did not exactly use back in the day in babylon in um vedic etc they did not exactly define these houses this way but things have happened since in um very much in the um ptolemy time which is around 100 a.d uh so we have the uh, uh roman empire uh taking over and they have done a lot of things where basically astrology um was slightly sort of changed and probably using some rituals and 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 so- whatever they were using at the time it they kind of twisted it in a way to to fit their agenda so this is why i'm going with that very much matrix-based astrology even though we could argue that that's not really the, the 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 right the true representation okay so the first house and that's your position rahu in the first house the first house is the house of self okay forget about the um uh the, the whether that's the the Aries, the Taurus, etc., because for everybody it will be different. In your particular case, it will be a different sign, could be different sign in the first house, different sign in the second. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look right now at the signs. I'm only interested in the in the houses. Rahu in the first house, for anybody with that position, it's a it's a lifetime of experiencing and learning self these are the people that are coming in here trying to understand themselves they will be led onto the path of needing to accomplish quite a lot alone so when things get difficult they might find themselves like there's nobody to support them there is not many people that they can run to and, and and get get that help. They might have friends, but those friends will be literally might maybe physically away or perhaps they will not fully understand them. So this is a lifetime of I call it the, the James Bond on a mission. So these are the people that are coming here to, to do something to accomplish something mostly alone relationship are possible. However, remember that if you have Rahu in the first house, you have K2 in the seventh house, the opposite. And the seventh house is house of relationships, which exactly means that you would have already had that experience with the soulmate, with the wife, with the girlfriend, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So that is not where the energy will naturally flow. It is where the energy comes from. So in order to satisfy this energy, you gotta have to give it something different. This is why I mentioned these people yes there might be multiple marriages in here there might be multiple divorces because they will be um most of the time led onto that path okay you're losing your freedom we need to get you back on on track right so so it is it is a bit of a tough energy to navigate in the context of relationships however it is a very nice position for people who might become um, uh, pioneers in some field who might discover something, who might become famous. So they have that kind of um, purpose, which is more to do with offloading the wrong potential and achieving something, um, uh, pushing the envelope, uh, l- also learning about themselves. You
0: then- know, it's so interesting. I mean, to interrupt you, but when you said that about like. friends and stuff that matches up to me completely perfectly i do feel that way a lot of times so the once again the astrology is exactly right like that matched up with a lot of times how i feel that's really that's really on point
1: and and, you know it's uh it's 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 in a way it's you know you, you you gotta you gotta understand the the position it's from our perspective it is unfortunate because we would like that um, partner. We would like certain type of life. However, it is also a life of someone that kind of loner wolf who is getting to know themselves very well. Who has that space and that capacity to to be able to deliver something really, really special. Um, so, so you see, it's it's pretty much about also understanding to to get away from the social expectations and and from what sort of what we what we consider to be successful in life right because because i think that for for everybody it, it turns out to be different and part of the disappointment comes from the fact that we try to compare our, our, ourselves to other people so so a lot of beautiful women successful women might actually have Rahu in the first house and they will find themselves single and they will be going to therapy trying to, you know, paying big bucks, trying to work out what the hell is wrong with me. And I'm gonna tell you nothing. Um so you see the the, the point is to understand what cards have you been dealt with so that you you can at least stop um blaming yourself or or you know it's 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 not a it's not a. It's not an easy life to begin with, um, especially when you don't have the manual, right? So astrology is a very, very helpful manual to kind of understand the context.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, that, this is so interesting
1: then um i just i just want to kind of quickly um uh, run through all of them if that's if that's okay i might be might be useful for for people and of course if um if you don't know how to find these positions rahu ketu by the way rahu is the north node of the moon Ketu is the south node of the moon that's another um terminology you can just uh, send me an email and you gotta have an accurate time of birth, then I can just shoot you back. Um, what is your position so you can you can um, get that reference in the in the second house. So um, I don't think I can actually I have any control here, but that's okay. In the second house, um, we have Rahul that is exploring the concept of worth, self worth value, including money. So here we're going to have people who are operating sort of on the axis. You see the second house, eighth house, second house is material house. It's things that we can touch. It's the body. It's the, um, it's, it's, it's literally self worth, but also money possessions. It could be the, uh, the land, anything that's kind of physical while in the eighth house, we have the, the house of Scorpio on the other side, so the eighth house is more of that energy, um, subconscious, uh, that kind of underworld, um, flavor. So, here, people with Rahu in the second house are exploring, um, basically value of themselves, value of money. We're gonna have people who naturally might be drawn to working for themselves wanting to have their own business could be people working with anything to do with beauty or physicality because it is that physical um, house it could be people working with um, with the resources of the earth for example because that's that's also that's also the, the the physical side of things then in the in the third house we have this is the house of communications all sorts of communications, whether that be writing, speaking, public speaking, social media, YouTubes, all, all these kind of um, means. Also, um, anything to communicate as in graphics, perhaps graphic design, etc. So here we have Um, focus on trying to perhaps communicate something offload, some um, knowledge, perhaps uh, disseminate some wisdom, because these people are coming from the ninth house, K2 will be in the ninth house, ninth house is house of higher wisdom, higher philosophy. So we're taking some kind of knowledge that most of the time, these people just feel it inside their DNA. They could have been studying a lot, they could have been um, exploring a lot of different concepts. However, ultimately, the, the purpose here is to communicate that out. We could also have, for example, graphic designers here, media people, marketing people, PR, but there is an element of communicating, there is an element of them uh, having a message or just using the communication as a tool. And then we have the the fourth house in the uh, so so the axis 10 for Rahu in the in the fourth house is the uh, Rahu that uh, focuses on either the the home um the emotions that kind of um inner inner self a lot of um uh introspection here but also these are people working sort of behind the scenes so in the 10th house this is the house of that public image of being known noticed very public politics for example so on the on in the fourth house it's the opposite we're hiding behind the scenes so these are the kind of silent heroes these are the people for example working with social services etc the nurses potentially as well here some kind of old people homes etc taking care of taking care of people some social causes as well um, could be family businesses, could be also restaurants and food because this is how we nurture. So this house is the house of nurture, taking care. And of course, we can take care of other people with food. We can food, we can feed them. We can house them, um, uh, hotels, etc. All those kind of things are here in the fifth house. The five eleven is the second axis of. Um, well i call it the relationship risk axis because 511 you see the fifth house is house of romance house of children as well so when rahu is into the into the fifth house the 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 sort of part of your experience is going to be around children around perhaps romances so here we have people who oftentimes end up going through multiple relationships being married uh, you know several times or 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 having perhaps children with multiple people because this is the this is this is how this experience might take them i'm not saying this is the highest uh, kind of uh, manifestation of it but it often happens when you see these kind of people um uh, having having for example multiple divorces and it's like well what is wrong with me well probably part of your experience the same on the one seven axis um the fifth house also around creativity any kind of creativity so we have people um who might be into some arts dancing singing performing actors stage um the camera uh very much very much around that kind of self-expression here and leadership, Leo is uh, leadership from the heart. So, um, any kind of creativity, leading, showing, taking people. Quite often, these are the um, the people that in some way might be elevated because we have the Leo, the kind of leadership position. So they might be elevated as in on a stage, um, performing something, showing themselves, showing their craft, um, talents. Whether that be uh, a music band, maybe um, an actor, etc. Very often, this is what we what we find here. Also, also house of um, playing. So I I even seen people um, designing some kind of playgrounds here. So anything of that kind of lighter stuff. Sixth house, house of Virgo, house of. Um, that practical service so we're coming from the 12th house where in the 12th house 12th house closes the zodiac and that's to do with the higher um higher planes of consciousness perhaps higher teachings so we're bringing that wisdom from that 12th house k2 into the rahu 6th house into some kind of practical application practical solution for people. It could be nutrition, it could be diet, it could be um, work routines, etc., etc. It could be anything to do with healing. Very often these people work in some healing professions. It depends obviously on what kind of sign shows up on top of that sixth house. Seventh house, so now we flip. So this is your position Rob, but flipped. Um, these people were just the opposite to you. With Rahu in the seventh house, the purpose of the experience is to experience or to bring the other person into the picture and put them in the spotlight. So this is why these people are all about the others experiencing relationships with other people so that doesn't make it any easier because you know while the first house struggles to keep a relationship the seventh house also struggles to keep a relationship for slightly different reasons because you're gonna want to experience so much and and so much is also going to be offered to you by the by the universe because obviously um in order to experience the other person you're gonna have to well meet some of them right so so not not so much better. This is also um, in the seventh house. We have a bit of um, a commercial um, side of things. We might have some legal, etc., because this is house of Libra. Eighth house. So you see now we flipping. Um, eighth house. Rahu in the eighth house coming from the Taurus house we're going under the hood of the car so now we're not that interested in the what's on the surface in the kind of physical side of things now we're interested in the metaphysical in the energy in the um uh, how does the manifestation process works how does the energy world work? We have the occult here. We have the input in the uh, transformation, the psychology, uh, the understanding of the sort of other side, the death mysteries. All this is the this is the house of Scorpio, the underworld. Um, so, so these people will be naturally drawn to these kind of these kind of things. Um, also, the the access to aid is a money access. Eighth house, house of other people, money. Banks, any kind of institutions that are dealing with other people's money, while the second house is my own money. So, this is why I mentioned before that these people tend to be self employed, or that would be best for them because this is how they would be um, exploring fully and proving to themselves. Very often, the self worth is linked to proving to themselves that they can make it. Ninth house, um, we are back uh, on that on that active communication in the third and in the ninth house we have that higher learning higher wisdom philosophy travel long distance travel for example as well um so in the ninth house with that focus of rahu in the ninth house the purpose is to start gathering the knowledge the information that you would have Um, gotten in the third house in the communication that's where your k2 is but start building it into almost like a new belief system perhaps new philosophy so these are the type of people that will be quite often there will be obviously an element of communication but perhaps they will have a book to 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 write to gather something that they would have observed and present it to the world in some kind of as as some kind of holistic system or something where they are able to derive higher truths of whatever they they are um, exploring. 10th house, like I mentioned before, 10th house is to do with that public image um very much uh, house of work in 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 a certain in a certain way it is always associated with our work and career however when rahu shows up in the in the 10th house this tends to um, take place in some kind of public eye, whether that be on the stage being visible, perhaps politics, perhaps um, uh, some kind of system, uh, type of institutions, etc. This is all in that 10th house where we are very visible, people fighting for a cause, people trying to um, stand for something and be be, be obviously visible here. 11th house, um, We're almost at the end now. The eleventh house is the house of the collective, doing something for larger groups, doing something for some um, humanitarian causes. So these are the people that are sort of leaving the ivory tower of the fifth house of the Leo, where you know they were the leader and they were just calling the shots. They are now going down the ivory tower and entering the crowd. So they still have that ability to lead and disseminate something, right, to to pass something on. However, they are now going to the people. So this is house of networking. This is house of having an impact onto that larger collective, larger groups, could be friends, but I would say that obviously, know probably at the at the at the level that uh, your viewers are we're talking about the higher manifestation so 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 perhaps something where um the impact is on a much larger scale and finally the, the zodiac closed by the 12th house house of pisces house of service very much empathy here also operating sort of a little bit one leg into this world one leg out of this world so these people tend to be not just visionaries could be having some dreams very often here you gotta be careful because um uh, this is where we also get uh, uh, sort of go to the extreme and get into that kind of space of uh, even mental illness where you know if you kind of uh, mess with the wrong wrong things here because you literally are so open to what's coming from the other side however we want to call it other dimensions etc it is very very much a house of that higher consciousness also house of um potentially isolation whether that be through institutions or whether that be um because people just seek isolation um retreats traveling living off grid etc anything anything goes here but very much that kind of house where people um well you've done the whole circle you have gathered all the um all the wisdom all the all the knowledge so your main focus is that service to humanity doing something bigger than yourself here
0: this is fascinating this i, I again out here I'll, I'll stop screen share now um, I would recommend anybody get one of your readings because there are charts done from you because I was surprised at how shockingly accurate it was compared to my life like and even just a little bit more than you told me now it related to my life as well so it's kind of strange to see how the astrology lines up to our life so um
1: I think that I think that when you um understand when you realize or when you kind of accept that um astrology is when you know how to read it it is literally the the language of the matrix it is the conditioning it is the programming it it is the cards that we've been dealt upon incarnating here you can literally read um from the chart whether you sort of what sort of life purpose you have what what kind of um traumas you you might have sustained what kind of experiences you 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 will be taken um through in in this life what kind of rocks uh, matrix will be will be throwing at you so i think it's very very um uh useful i i think it's also quite empowering but not in a sense as in it dictates your life i i don't like to look at it from this perspective but in a sense that it it helps you understand why are you um, continuing to experience certain things? Why certain events keep happening to you? Um, it explains that context very, very often. Um, and it kind of gives you that, that um, understanding that, you know, it's, nothing's wrong with you. It's not your fault. It's not like there is so much that you still have to know, you know, to tear up before um, when, you, when you understand exactly the kind of cards that you've been dealt with.
0: That's fascinating. Well, can you t- thank you. Ola? this is uh, this is awesome. And can you tell everybody where they can find you and how they can book a reading or uh, get a get their chart done and uh and yeah, and thank you so much.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um if if anyone is uh, obviously interesting in a in a reading, um you can find me at uh, www.selfmasterquest.com. Um, I offer several different types of consultations, so you may you may have a look at that. The only thing I will say, um, I there is a difference, and I, I, I even call it, I, I use the, the term horoscope casters, which is from the, the Gnostic texts. Um, I am not one of those. They deal with literally kind of telling you, oh, next month this and this is going to happen, and next week this and this is going to happen. I don't do that and the reason I don't do that is because I if you do that then you're playing right into the hand of the matrix because this is exactly the way this mechanism works the point is not to be limited by it not to be not to be this little puppet on the strings to to you know to act out of whatever the the horoscope tells you the point is to take the uh power back into your hands so so the readings that i offer they explore your code they explore the cards that you've been dealt with but this is the kind of reading that you can have once in your life and that's it um so, so 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 just to just to make it make it clear um i don't really advocate for predicting future with um astrology purely because it is disempowering It is suggesting that you know this and this will happen and you have nothing to do about it and also obviously there is an element of people kind of walking like right into prophecy right if a if a fortune teller tells you this and this will happen and then, then when these kind of circumstances um come up you tend to make a choice as per what you've been suggested so i i, I think that this is disempowering
0: yeah, it's a way to game this. It's a way to, to manipulate what we've been being been dealt, right? Exactly. It's like it's like they put this zodiac and 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 they 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 kind of reordained our lives to a certain degree, but we have the power to manipulate that and like put, what kind of bend the rules a little bit, right? Like in our favor
1: yeah absolutely and and this is where the consciousness comes in right because you see the, the the way uh when i describe this construct that we have this construct above us which is by the ancients very often described as the permanent and above the feminine the, the gnostic talks to talk about the aeons above right so we have different different sort of layers and aeons above us and the, the zodiac being part of part of that structure um obviously that part of um this mechanism it needs to connect with us in order to, to to be able to control us and this is why it's called mind control it is the mind that is streamed um uh, with these waves or frequencies etc coming from these different planets different positions this whole mechanism right because the the, these planets they have been caught into this mechanism okay they were they they used to serve a a bit different purpose and they were actually quite benevolent for for us and and it was part of a big ecosystem but unfortunately when when the um, predators came here with this very advanced technology when they've arrived they changed the, the, the game and they um, hijacked uh, a lot of mechanisms a lot of nature natural um, cycles which uh, started operating for them or this technology made it such and as a result of that obviously you know they they have the um uh, they have that technology we need to be the receivers so so the, the the mind the head literally receives this this signal which we perceive as oh this is my decision this is my free will and and we obviously act upon it so so i had a
0: question point. i'm sorry go ahead
1: no just the point is not to fall for that right it is mind control astrology or the, the fact that it works is a result of mind control
0: do you think these beings like came from another dimension? Do you think that's where they dwell? Do you think like these Anunnaki or Archons or these manipulators of our reality? Do you think they kind of like maybe like kind of dwell in another dimension and just like watch over us to see how their experiment is doing or what or do you think do, do you do you agree with that they feed off our luge or our energy? So like they're always looking to make sure that we're in kept in check?
1: That's sorry that we are in.
0: Like kept in check like that like
1: we're yeah. uh, right um so so I definitely think that what we are left here with is definitely part of a controlled um uh, construct control reality they they didn't just leave it they have the little middleman uh, sitting right the, pulling the strings which we have seen over the past three years and over the decades but the last three years have been just uh, extremely um revelationary um however absolutely i would say that they are very much uh trying to 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 play the the, the sort of you know um mm, mm, uh play the game from behind the scenes so so we never get to see them however you know do we really need different dimensions to to for them to be hiding in uh if you even think about our ability to see see physically right we are only able to see certain spectrum of light which means like five percent
0: of the electromagnetic spectrum.
1: exactly so there is a massive world out there that absolutely exists that we are unable to perceive so so leave alone the dim- dimensions you know what is it that we cannot see that for example cats can see or other animals yeah right? they
0: can see it right
1: exactly so so you know for all we know i could have you know next to me uh some company and we will never know right because we cannot see so um whether that's different dimensions or whatever whatever we're dealing here with definitely we have been engineered they have been playing with us they, they played with our dna they dumb it down to operate only out of two strands as you know which obviously came together with narrowing our um visibility bandwidth and uh, operating with with a lot of other powers that we that we've had to keep us uh dependence on 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 the system on 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 the structure that they created so can they i agree it? well here we are i think uh proving that uh, the spirit is uh, unbreakable
0: yeah i i agree well I'm, i will have to do this again all this was fascinating i'm gonna i'm gonna put this out tomorrow i'll send you a link when i upload it.
1: perfect fabulous
0: all right thanks have a good day.